Hey, it's Sean. Hey, it's Bree. And this is I Can Explain. The podcast where we answer the questions that you are too afraid to ask. And this week's topic is what well, we didn't technically agree on a title, but we did throw out friends or fuck buddies. And I think that is, mm. I think that's, I just like the ability to put fuck in our title. I think that's like really. <laughs> Do the platforms <clears throat> like that? I don't know. Do they care? We'll find out. Do we care? No. no. Also, so like, true. I don't, I'm gonna let you know, I don't think any platform is like, promoting us right yeah now. yeah so, they're not like if you want to learn about like things go listen to this we're podcast not like, yeah we're not like apple's top podcast ever <laughs> so i don't really think it matters okay well wherever you're listening yeah make sure because apple's not going to do us any favors with a title like friends or fuck buddies true please follow subscribe rate us five stars five stars only wherever you're listening and also go follow us on instagram at i can explain podcast and Absolutely. on tiktok um, I have another conspiracy about the Bible. Oh, lovely. Building okay. off of last yeah. week. But this is kind of the same conspiracy theory, mm-hmm. but way darker and kind of sad. Oh. But I feel like it's more realistic. Okay. And people l- listening who are religious are going to be like, what the fuck is wrong with you? But I have a theory. Okay. So I, being a man of science and law. I thought you were going to say a man of faith. I was like, you're not that. And a man of faith. Mm. You, I did forget that. Thank you for adding that in. Um... The episode ended where I said that Mary was a slut. And then I started thinking, and I was like, I don't know. Whenever I think about these old-ass stories, something about the age freaks me out. So I looked up Mary Bible age. And it said that she was like, probably like 12 to 16, more likely 15 Uh, to 16. So she was like a literal child. child. So my assumption is that there was probably some sort of like assault to Mary. That's way less. That would make sense why nobody said anything and why she stuck to her story about being a virgin. Because she was going to get shamed if she had had sex outside of like wet log and stuff. But that, and then that person's not like, hold up, she's lying because they don't want an, the, anyone to know. Right? Oh, that makes so much more I sense. I actually think that makes sense and it was really depressing. But that once is again, depressing. I'm just, I'm just like, I'm just king of assumptions right now. No, but that makes too much sense. And you think about how like those stories would start and things mm-hmm. like that would make sense. That would make total sense because yeah. everything is about protecting men. Yeah, literally. Wow. And then all his little buddies ran with it to make this little story up to make it make sense. And then it just, the ball got rolling. Right. So that's my new conspiracy theory. Oh my God. I do see that. I I do do see that. I know. I would just, uh, wow. It's hard being a thinker sometimes. It is hard when you're this intelligent. Like how do you you just like have a regular day? It's hard when I just see like a regular story that, you know, Mm -hmm. billions of people believe. And I am one of the few people to say, wait a minute to break the mold there's more to this it's almost like you know when the guy that that saw the apple drop yeah it hit his head yeah what is newton right was it definitely yeah yeah and he was like gravity you're and kind of one of those people that yeah, just where you would get hit by the apple and you would think apple i'd think ow <laughs> you'd think apple tree <laughs> <laughs> hold on there must be an apple tree up there and I would say, but how did it get down? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So you are like one of those kind of people that really just sees the world in a different way. I am. Yeah. Wow. I know. I'm so lucky to have you as a co-host you of this are. podcast. And our <laughs> listeners are so lucky that they get to hear these like brown great, brown great king. Ground. Brown great king. <laughs> Honestly. The brown great king ideas that you think of. I can explain religion. 
<gasps> what can't I explain at this what point? <laughs> wow. You're just like the resident expert for everything and you're always True. right. So it's True. really amazing. I've been hearing that a lot. Mm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, quick little shout out. Mm-hmm. If you are in LA or Seattle at the time of this podcast, tickets will have dropped for screenings of aging out in your city. I also have another update. Oh, the little jingle that the dishwasher does or the washing machine. I don't even think it'll pick up on the mic. It doesn't, but I... It slaps. It it does, doesn't it? Samsung puts something in that. It is. It's it, it's beautiful. And the fact that they made it like six minutes long. I know. They don't just do like a quick little jingle. They're like, you're going to enjoy this whole fucking song. You're going to enjoy the song of its people. It is. Yeah. Wow. Beautiful. Beethoven-esque. <laughs> um, the other thing I have to talk about today. Okay. For the lesbians and the lesbian adjacents. Okay. We need to talk about Ashlyn Harris and Allie Krieger. Now you're just making people up. okay to be honest as i said those names i don't really know so i even even i was like is that their name like i think that's their names that sounds like you just put names in like a random name generator (laughs) you put you you're turned on baby name generator 2023 this is why it's so amazing to have a podcast between a gay dude and a lesbian woman yeah because I am someone, I'm probably the lesbian that knows the least about these people, but like any lesbian listening, the fact that you don't know who those people are is going to like startle them to their core. Um, It's, it should startle them that they know so much, you know, it should be a startling reflection for them. Right. Yeah. So Ashlyn and Allie, let's just call them that because I'm still not totally sure about the last name situation because we've talked about before on this podcast. I'm not a sporty gal, right? They're, they're soccer lesbians. Okay. Okay. And there's a whole niche on the internet of lesbians that love like soccer lesbians. Okay. And they have all these Reddit forums, like they're obsessed with them, who's dating who, because it is juicy, right? Like if you like sports and then you're following these professional athletes that also like end up dating or marrying people on the same teams, or maybe they're on opposing teams. There's a lot of like, there's a lot of opportunity for fan fiction. So hot. People on both sides, hot. So hot. There's something about soccer players. Anyways, so Ashlyn is, was, I think she's retired now, a couple years. Uh, like goalie like the best goalie in the states okay. or whatever that is the lesbian position it is yeah well. and then ali is like an amazing soccer player they're both at like the highest level that you can be in the states okay and um both of them again people listening are gonna find this painful because there's just so much about this but long story short they got married and they had a kid okay okay are they they're on the same they were on the same team mm, i'm not sure Okay. I think at one point. Okay. You know what I think it is? I think they played on the like country team, like the US team, but then they were also on separate like state teams. Oh. Like when they went to the World Cup. They were like similar they were, like, team U- USA. Yeah, team USA. But exactly. They were like fucking Missouri and like New York or something. That's exactly it. Oh my gosh, that's yeah, exactly I know. it. I knew Ashlyn. I sense that's yeah. a Missouri bitch. <laughs> yeah. Anyone anyone listening that's fact checking is just like check, 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 check. 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 This is all Last correct. Names got them. This is beautiful. Got <laughs> Missouri got them. Love it. Yeah. Um, the point is they were two of the most famous soccer players in the US. Like okay. they're like the top A 
list echelon. Yeah. Okay. And then, you know, they got married, they had a kid. So they're like the it lesbian soccer couple. Okay. Okay. Allie just returned. Like announced her retirement. Okay. Okay. Was this like shocking news or something? Uh, I think people were sad about it. I don't think it was like necessarily super shocking just because like where she's at in her career. But like Ashlyn's been retired from my understanding for a couple of years now. So now this was kind of like Allie's time to like do her like retirement press tour circuit, everything okay. like that. And Ashlyn files for divorce okay pulls the the rug from under her yeah that's the that's the goalie one okay the there's a blonde and there's a brunette the blonde's more butchy the brunette's less okay and the the butchy blonde has issued divorce papers to the brunette okay okay now under regular circumstances you'd think okay people get divorced things happen yeah right i do think that yes Mm -hmm. however the big drama is two-tiered. One, that it feels kind of limelight steely. Because the other one was like... Is like retiring and everything like that. And two, the drama is that apparently she had an affair with One Tree Hill's Sophia Bush. I just saw a photo of Sophia Bush at a soccer game. Exactly. <laughs> Egg. The pieces are coming together. Okay. Okay. Which, honestly, you can say whatever the fuck you want. I am team whoever wants to fuck Sophia Bush. No, you can't be. I you am. can be team Sophia Bush, but you can't be team Ashlyn, who cheated on her wife with a young child that they just had together, leaving for Sophia Bush. I am, though. <laughs> <gasps> oh, my God. Well, the lesbians the are going to hate you. Now the kid's going to have Sophia Bush as a mom. <laughs> Ew, you are so disgusting. You deserve to be run over by a Imagine being a child and having a story time, like, or a story read to you at, like, bedtime by Sophia Bush. Hot. You need help. Voice of an angel. You need, you need to seek help, yeah, honestly. I've been doing that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I'm on and that train. I'm on that train. Okay, okay we'll keep seeking. How, how... How do we like? Do we have any confirmation of this, or this is just so? Rumors? This is where it's getting a little, little shady out there because it's sounding kind of like Taylor Swift, Carly Kloss. No, because we have more. Okay, so yes, I would agree with you because apparently Sophia Bush has been involved with women's soccer for quite a while. So there's a reason she's like at these games. I don't know if she's like, like involved. In, like she watches it, or she like both. Is like is a pussy. fan. <laughs> <laughs> I guess both now. Because <laughs> okay, I'm like, but those are like, different. She's a fan, but then also I think she uses her celebrity to like empower women's sports and all that kind of stuff. Okay. And she's eating buzzy. No. But she was married to a dude. Okay. Right. During like all of this. Well, and then they recently. <laughs> they recently divorced. Okay. okay. So. Didn't they also. Didn't they. Their, their marriage didn't last that long, right? To the guy? To the I guy. Don't know. Was her wedding dress the one that had all the flowers on it? I don't know. Oh. These are the things you focus I on. I don't know. Bush. I love her too. Well, I grew up watching. Not. No, I do. <laughs> but I'm not going to like cheat on my spouse and leave my family for Sophia Bush. You wouldn't? No. I would. Well, I know you have problems. You have serious problems. So, this is the thing. I <laughs> I just think that 
there's more to this now because okay. since this first came out, when it first dropped, everyone said, shut up. Like, and it, it ties back into this episode. Like women are allowed to be friends with each other yes. just because Ashlyn and Sophia are hanging out a lot or seen a lot in like the press together. And you know, at these games together, doesn't mean that there's anything going on there. However, however, here's the, however, I think some of these like, OG celebs have yet to kind of figure out the like depth that people will dive on TikTok. Mm. And because, you know, Sophia Bush's fame was early on, like before the ages of even Instagram and stuff like that. And, you know, she's still obviously famous, but like, I think, I think she was getting a little messy with it. She wasn't, she wasn't keeping it tight enough because all these people have maybe now come to, out of maybe that's what I'm thinking. But then it's like, Oh my God, that's so messy because like, she's doing this while this person is going through this divorce. It's like, wait a minute, girl. Like if you're the mistress, just give it a breath. Right. So she's liking all these TikToks that, um, like talk about it. And then also what happened, like all these people are coming out of the woodwork and being like, you know, I thought it was weird because like six months ago I posted this TikTok talking about blank. And some of them are about like how hot Ashlyn Harris is, or some of them are about like, um, you know, women that leave their husbands because they find out they're lesbians later in life. And some of them are about like, like fan edits about like Sophia and Ashlyn and they're like, Okay. apparent connection and stuff like that and she likes them like mm. from her verified account yeah but since people started posting about the fact that she's like them and showing screenshots and stuff these likes have been like Diminished. privated from her account okay. so the theory is is that she didn't know that when you like something you can see, you can see who liked it oh like that it would just get like well, she's buried. like 40 so like yeah it's the times have changed and she didn't know. I think she didn't know. So she was kind of messy with it. So it hasn't been confirmed, confirmed that they're in a relationship, but more than Taylor and Carly. But yeah, I mean like she's out there liking stuff. The Gaylers would argue that Carly's out there liking stuff too. This is true. So I don't know. We got the Gaylers on this situation. They'd figure it out in a heartbeat. We would know. Yeah. We would know. This is a call to arms. If you're a Gayler out there, figure it out, get to the keyboards. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, so that kind of, you know what, let's tie this into the theme of today. Okay. And that is that people were originally really annoyed when people started talking about while Allie and Ashlyn were still together before the divorce papers were issued. Yeah. When people were talking about their apparent connection, people were like, this is so annoying. Women can be friends. Like, it's really annoying when people always say that, like, you know, whether it's a man and a woman or woman and woman, whatever, if there's like someone involved that's gay or if it's a man and a woman and they're both straight, the assumption is if they're hanging out in any way that they're together. And like people were arguing that that's annoying. Right. And then this comes out. So like people are like, Oh shit. Like maybe they were together, but I wanted to talk about this topic today because I do think it's really interesting though. What? That just the, 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 Two straight women yeah. hanging out versus one lesbian, one straight There's woman this, hanging yeah. out. Because if I am hanging out with a straight man, I think something else is probably going on. Well, and this is what I mean. It's it's the like I think I dealt with this a lot when I was younger. That kind of like stereotype that 
And to be honest, I think it's carried on in my adult life. Sometimes I feel like a fish out of water if I'm one-on-one hanging out with like a straight girl. Just because, you know, we do different things maybe or we have different things that we like to talk about. And I know that's generalizing, but I think maybe more of it in my core is that like understanding or notion that they might think I'm like flirting with them or want to date them. Because when I started coming out to friends in my, you know, teens into college, um, there was definitely jokes made about that. Like if all of a sudden a straight girl, like, I don't know, hung out with me one-on-one, it was like, oh, are you trying to date her? Like, or does she like you or whatever? And it was really weird to see that like switch flip because before coming out, it was always the assumption that if I hung out with a guy, I had a lot of guy friends yeah. that I would hang out with one-on-one a lot. That you must have that been was, banging. <laughs> that was completely platonic. But, you know, I always got frustrated by not being able to fully be one of the guys yeah. and that the assumption would be that I was like trying to date that guy, mm-hmm. especially from other women. I think women like when you're in high school, you're kind of like jealous of one another and you're fighting for guys' attention. So if I would hang out with like one of the cool guys, the other girls would be like, oh, she's trying to date him. And I'd be like, no, I just genuinely like this guy as a friend. Yeah. And then as soon as I came out, it was like totally switched. And it was like, oh, now she's trying to fuck all the straight girls. Yeah, which you were. Which I, which I was. <laughs> and it, I was just going to say, it is funny because some of the times it was true. Like if a girl stayed over at my house, like we were, we were doing stuff. We're doing the thing. You were. And then sometimes it, or like if I went out to a bar and then I went home with a straight girl, like they'd be like, never tell anyone, but we would hook up. Yeah. And then of course I would never tell anyone because there's different layers to Except it. For on a podcast, but. <laughs> well, I'm not naming names and you know, it's been 10 years. Like they, they, no one can track it down who it is now. It wasn't like it was last uh, weekend. The Gaylers could. Yeah, they probably could. <laughs> um, but then there was other girls that I would just still hang out with one-on-one and it was totally platonic, but it's weird to see that public perception switch it's funny also like the stereotype that if i a gay man Mm -hmm. was hanging out with like a straight man yeah that i am trying to have sex with them yeah where if anything those relationships are the most platonic because i can't stand straight men (laughs) so if i'm there i'm certainly not also trying to get my rocks off with them yeah and i despise them so much that i'm not gonna like invest time trying to like you know like sly one over on them yeah like i'm like i would try to fuck a gay man who might want to fuck me and might actually like be interested yeah Yeah, i don't want to play these games if i'm hanging out with you it's because i actually for sure don't want to fuck you that's so true and that's a good point too like i feel like i sometimes struggle when i'm around straight women in like you know like a one-on-one setting or if i go out like to a friend's birthday and then i'm at like the dinner table and i'm sitting next to a bunch of like straight girls yeah i struggle with trying to separate potentially what i'm putting on this situation and assuming they might be feeling like I said, from my past of like right. those conversations that used to happen when you were younger um, or what like is actually there. Because sometimes I'm like, am I making up this sexual tension of you trying to figure out if I'm flirting with you or just talking to you like a normal girl chat? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then sometimes I'm like, no, that's definitely there. They like are 
this I'm the only lesbian they ever hang out with and they're they don't know how to deal with that yeah so it's it's weird like I can't figure sometimes I can't figure out if I'm putting more on the situation that's actually there but then sometimes I'm reminded by certain things they'll say that I'm like oh no you're thinking that too you think I want to fuck you you think I want to fuck you yeah or also there's an interesting thing about being a lesbian in a straight scenario whether it be a party or a dinner or whatever it is that i think is different to um potentially to um men okay because i think when men are around gay men they don't want to seem like gay or interested no they like won't talk to they you like, or acknowledge yeah. your presence <laughs> yeah, yeah which is fucked up within itself <laughs> yeah because they're like oh if i talk to a gay then i'm gay and then i'm gonna suck his dick <laughs> <laughs> that's a slippery slope yeah, it is. whereas with women i almost feel like sometimes they like, like they they i feel like they like i could be wrong no but yeah i feel like a lot of straight women like like the kind of flirtatious nature because they like almost do weird shit like that with their straight women friends. But then there's also like the double standard of like, if they're like caught doing that, that like a guy would think it's hot. Exactly. Like if they had a boyfriend, it wouldn't be like inappropriate that they're flirting with me. Their boyfriend would like like that they were like hitting on a like lesbian at the table. Yes. That would be like something they would like dirty talk about later. Totally. And I also think that it's very interesting and fascinating to as a woman, see another woman do the switch of personality, almost like a masking, if you will. With a, a C. Of, <laughs> what? Oh, masking with a C. <laughs> no. They're <laughs> still very feminine, usually. <laughs> but of, it's almost like you get the opportunity to see how weight, how what was I trying to say? How straight women. What, you tried to stay. <laughs> tried to say. I don't know. What you said. I don't know what Where'd I was trying to say. I don't know. I just had a stroke. <laughs> Where straight women, how they speak to men. Hey, Gabers. Today's episode is sponsored by Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert in language learning for 30 years for a reason. They are so good at helping you learn a language naturally in a way that allows for long-term retention and it actually works. Trust me, this is coming from someone who attempted to learn a language in high school through the whole textbook old school method. Did not work. Rosetta Stone is different than that, okay? They really focus on allowing you to really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. I also love a feature that they have built in that's called True Accent. It's a speech recognition feature, and it's like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's super convenient. You can do the lessons on your desktop or in app and it's an amazing value the lifetime membership has all 25 languages so you don't have to stop at one don't put off learning that language there's no better time than right now to get started for a very limited time i can explain podcast listeners can get rosetta stone's lifetime membership for 50 percent off visit rosettastone.com today that's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. 
The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Right. Because I watch how they move and how they speak to other women at the party or at the table that are straight. And then when they speak to me, it's almost like they talk to me like I'm a man. Yeah. It's like they're looking for my validation in the same way that like society has taught them to look for that in a man. Like they want me to think that they're good looking or they want to be perceived as hot or whatever it is. And it's really, it's kind of like fascinating. Like it's uncomfortable a lot of the times, but it is also like, Oh wow. Like we are taught as women, women to like put on this kind of show for people that could potentially be sexually attracted to us to be perceived as sexually attractive. Yes. And you see that happening when you talk, when you talk to straight women and they're like almost like trying to gain that validation. And it's like, we don't have to do this right now. Like I'm not trying to fuck you right now. We're good. We're like, we're okay. But it is different. So it's weird. I have noticed recently the, because I have recently been in like groups that have, more straight people than yeah. usual, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I've been in the trenches. Yeah. Um, but I have actively noticed that straight men will like avoid talking to mm-hmm. me. And I don't even know if it's that they think that I want to like have sex with them or yeah. something. But I think it's mostly that they feel like I will have nothing to like talk to them about or maybe right. that I'll like come on to them. Uh-huh. But then I've also had it recently that it'll go like the whole night and I like won't talk to somebody that I've like never met before. Yeah. And it feels like they're like avoiding me, which I really I'm not gonna like fucking chase no. you. I don't give a no. shit if you want to talk to me or yeah. not. But then I will start, they'll like decide that they want to talk to me or, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a lapse in the group. So they are forced (laughs) to talk to me. Yeah. And then I find that we have great conversation and they're like, oh, like we have a lot to like relate to one another about, but it has nothing to do with you trying to fuck me. And then it's just like kind of comical to me. Yeah. It's so funny that they like, like, you you really built this this up in your head. Hey, I was really like terrifying to you. Yeah, totally. I think that's like definitely a male thing. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Because I don't know. I think I think women like the idea of a lesbian liking them. Yeah. Because it's non-threatening from society's perception. Like they aren't going to be painted like a lesbian because a lesbian finds them attractive. Yes. But men know that society will paint them as potentially gay if a guy finds them attractive. Yes. And I also think that gay men are very uh, threatening to straight men mm-hmm. because gay men will treat a straight man how they treat a woman right which is like they're getting mirrored which freaks them out which freaks them out because i'm like a lot honestly i don't because i'm not like super feral i would say but (laughs) i'm not like a super sexual person so i'm really not out there like barking up these people's trees um but a lot of gay men if they're like interested you gotta hit that shit again um, a lot of gay men, if they're like interested or they want to play the game with a straight man, will like treat them like meat, yes. which is how straight men 
treat women. Yes. And I think that that's like absolutely horrific to men. And then they're so unsettled and so uncomfortable and, the, and you're like, that's what you do all the time to women. Because it's like they don't understand the power dynamic. It is. It's so true. Because also... It could be as little as like a gay man asking a guy if he wants like a drink. Yeah. Okay. Like, can I get you a drink? Like the fact that men for the first time in their life are put in that position where they're like uncomfortable because they don't know how to respond. Yeah. And they're like, whoa, you're in my space. And like, who are you? And like, no, thank you. But like, I don't want to be rude. And like, how do I say that? And like, are you actually going to go away if I say no? And all that stuff. Like men don't have to think about that. Usually no. they're not ever put in that position. Truly. So the fact that they have to be put in that position, they don't realize that that's just like every woman's night out all the time. Yeah. And always, I will say sometimes I do choose violence as well mm-hmm. when yeah. I have realized that a man has avoided me yeah. an entire night in a group and I will push the limits. Yeah. I'm not going <laughs> to say something like incredibly inappropriate no. because like everybody has boundaries and yeah. I'm not going to like hop over those. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm me. I, here we go, bitch. <laughs> hey, 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 I'm like, you want to drink big boy? Do you want a cosmopolitan? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look a little thirsty there. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I also think that the dynamic of platonic versus romantic gets so skewed in the queer space in you a, think? in a way that like <laughs> is fun in a lot of ways and exciting and wonderful in a lot of ways. Cause we're like breaking down those like societal gender norms of like who can hang out with who and everything. What? Oh my God. Our skin tones are just so drastically. Yeah. You're white as snow. Um, you saying this mm-hmm. is such a, you're not single perspective. <laughs> Why? Thinking like it's fun to confuse like platonic and romantic. No, 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 no. But I'm just saying like, I feel like that is a, a uh-uh. big difference. No, no, no. Uh-huh. I have a point. Okay. I have a point to make Give with me this. Your point. Well, the second <laughs> half of it is, is that it's a fucking nightmare. Right. So before we get into this very quickly, what we are talking about is the fact that when you are a heterosexual cis individual in a heteronormative relationship in heteronormative friend groups the classic understanding of society is that if you are a girl you have friends that are girls if you are a guy you have friends that are guys and you it would be weird for you to have a very close friend that you hang out with solo especially when you're in a relationship or married to someone right. that may even in a heteronormative society be, be deemed inappropriate for you to hang out with that person, even if it's in a platonic way. Right. And the, the ease that this creates, if you will, as much as it is archaic and annoying and assumes that all women want to fuck every man they hang out with and all that other stuff that we could argue. Yes. Those things are all true. The ease that comes with that is the fact that, the lines are drawn and they are clear and everyone knows right. what is happening. So if you ask, if you're a straight woman and you ask another straight woman that you meet at a coffee shop to hang out sometime, they know that you just want to hang out as they a straight woman. They know you want to start a book club. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And if you tell your husband, oh, I'm going to go hang out with these ladies at the book club, there's no worries there. Unless you're Sophia Bush. Unless you're <laughs> Sophia Bush. Um, but so I like, 
I like, I'm scared to even say that. I like, I do miss a little bit the ease of that. Okay. Because even if you're in a relationship, yeah. and this is coming from someone who's in a very long-term trusting relationship where I, in this current space I'm at right now, I'm not concerned about it. But it's also coming from someone who, as you know, as a listener, has been cheated on a million times before. Mm-hmm. So when you are in the queer space where all of those societal norms are stripped away you ironically which is what everyone should be doing really have to trust your partner Mm -hmm. because um the amount of times that i have been in situations whether it's dating or in committed relationships where the one that i'm not supposed to worry about and I have no societal norms to go off of, of being like, well, yeah, it is weird that you're hanging out with that person because no one else does that. Right. All those things that straight people tell their partners um, that ends up being someone that they cheat on me with mm-hmm. is a bit of a nightmare. Mm-hmm. So it's hard in that way. So I would agree with you. I don't think it's easy because, for example, for example, there is someone a friend of a friend of ours that had a seven year relationship with somebody. Okay. A girl had a seven relationship, seven year relationship with another girl. Do I know who you're talking about? Yes. Okay. They had a mutual best friend, mutual best friend. Right. And you know, that best friend was also a gay woman. Okay. Um, and their partner hung out with said gay woman all the time as a, quote unquote platonic friend. Right. But in the straight world, you have to think about it. It would be rare for someone to be hanging out with a lot, one-on-one overnight hangouts, all that stuff. Someone that's also sexually attracted to the type of person they are. Right. Um, You know, when you have two straight dudes hanging out together all the time, there's never that potential crossover. Well, I shouldn't say never, but there's not always that potential crossover of, one day them realizing, hey, do we actually kind of want to fuck? Oh, is that who you're talking about? Am I thinking of the right person? I think person? you're thinking of the wrong person. Oh, okay, because there's also another one that I'm thinking is exactly there, It happens all situation. the time. This is the thing. I could be talking about like seven people right yeah. now. Well, there's one that I'm really thinking of. I th- it's, I, it's a whole thing. I think you're thinking Sophia of a Bush. different. I think you're thinking about a different one. Yeah. I think you're thinking about a different one. Well, we should this be thinking one, about the same one. This one happened years and years <laughs> and years ago. But anyways, the point is, is long story short, as has happened to many of our friends in different scenarios, their partner ended up leaving them for someone who was always presented as a platonic friend. Yeah. So it begs the question: Should we all be straight? I. Absolutely. (laughs) I think that's a really important point to raise. And I say yes. Yes. What's stopping us? Like, I think a lot of, I think a lot of um, straight people underestimate the, how much trust you actually have to have in queer relationships once the societal barriers are backed out. Yeah. Because I think a lot of straight people think that they trust their partner and think they have trust in their relationship. But if you asked those straight people, like for example, if you asked a straight woman, like, Hey, if your husband met someone at work and it was a woman and they started going to concerts together and they started hanging out solo and going for lunch. And then they, one of them, one of their favorite mutual comedians was performing uh, down in the States. So they went and rented a hotel room together and stayed over together and said hotel room. Like would that, be totally chill with you yeah because in queer relationships that happens all of the time it's funny because i have had multiple situations Mm -hmm. 
that are like this. Yeah. Where I have never hand to God on yeah. a Sunday, the Lord's day. Yeah. Never cheated on a partner, nor have I even done anything that I would consider like breaching like if it got found out you wouldn't be worried about not it. even yeah. like a like a leg touch yeah. anything i have done nothing of that yeah i have been accused of that by three partners really yes yeah. and the mm-hmm. best part is mm-hmm. all three were with different uh, the, uh, the accusees yeah um were different friends of mine wow and it's so funny that we have the like platonic versus romantic Mm -hmm. all this but then an added layer on it is like there's like a weird like jealousy and people want to like because that's what the the, of course yeah the triple of queerness is like do i want to be them do i want to be with them or do i want to be friends with them yeah so it's like that really comes up because i've had multiple partners be like Mm -hmm. jealous of a friendship or something or like how a friend looks totally the the end solution in their mind is that i must be fucking this friend right (laughs) yeah yeah it's it's so fascinating because i just think this is such like a queer specific issues the wrong word but in like even things I think of like wedding parties right are typically so gendered and if they're not like for example my sister and her wedding party had our friend Carson in her wedding party but that's a gay guy right so it's like it's a gay he's he's a gay yeah he's 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 really gay gay. none of people are talking about that's true we need to talk about that more often how gay Carson is it's kind of overwhelming actually um but like I would argue that like most you know, straight woman, women, if their like husband had a like best woman instead of a best man, yeah, they'd be like, who the fuck is this bitch? True. Like, why is she standing up there? It's supposed to be your bros. It's supposed yeah. to be your buddies next to you. Unless it's like a sibling. Yeah. You know, whereas like in, in queerness, that gender goes out the window, which is a great Mind thing, you, but it, it also lesbian, makes things though. confusing. If some dude had like a lesbian. Oh, then that'd be fine. Yeah. That'd be fine. Sure. But, oh, I don't know because growing up, like I said, I had a lot of straight guy friends. Yeah. And I did have multiple situations where their partners were uncomfortable with me. Was that in the early? It was days? early. It was when I was younger. You've been, you're very established. I'm sure. <laughs> They're not concerned no, anymore. No. They're like, she's not swinging back. It was back. touch and go for it a while. It wasn't a phase. Yeah. We've we've confirmed that like, it Whoop. wasn't a phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're doing that's the true. Brittany Broski kombucha about. It was dick. earlier on. It was earlier on, but <laughs> <laughs> about dick. <laughs> it was earlier on, but yeah, I just think that that part of it's kind of interesting. And then with that, there's also which I think you were referring to earlier the dating component where if a straight male asks a straight woman out to dinner, you're probably interested in a romantic way. Yeah. There's the exceptions to the rule. I don't even think it's that, that I think the whole thing is that say a straight man Mm -hmm. and a straight woman like go on three dates or something and they like each other, but they like are starting to realize that like maybe it's not yeah. a relationship; it's a friendship. They're gonna straight stop people are gonna stop talking yeah. for the most part. Maybe they're literally keep gonna be talking. like there wasn't a romantic connection; they're never gonna speak again. Yeah, yeah, maybe they'll keep talking until one of them like gets a partner, and then they'll be like, "Oh, this is somebody that I dated." For not briefly. interested. Yeah, I, I shouldn't talk to them. Anymore. Yeah, 
Whereas with queer people, it's like you'll go on three dates and then you're like, oh, we should be friends. That's so true. And then the entire roster of friends is like the three daters. (laughs) (laughs) And that's why people think it's so whack when people in their wedding parties, like queer people, have like all their exes. But that it's truly that. Yeah. It's either people that you've had sex with or like your exes. It's rare that it's not. Because the, the person you're marrying is somebody who made it to four dates. Exactly. Because also your friends are the people that you could have fucked. You might have fucked. And you probably did. Well, if you made it to date three, you probably <laughs> anal all of them. <laughs> but it is true because I just, I think about my friends, like just off the top of my yeah. head. And first of all, I've made out with all of them. Uh huh. Okay. With the exception of one. Me. Well, yeah, but (laughs) I was thinking women. I was thinking women. I'm not thinking of all my guy friends. Yeah, but there's one that I haven't made out with. And then the rest. You fingered over pants. I fingered. (laughs) (laughs) The rest, we at the very least went on a date. Yeah. Like genuinely, like we went on a date. We like made out or like some in some cases more. And then we were like. Nah. Yeah. Friends are good. And then we've been friends for like 10 years. So it's just so funny how that like how that works. Whereas like, you know, straight gals meeting other straight gals at the book club. Yeah. They're not thinking, should I finger you? Should we just read the book? book. (laughs) (laughs) Sophia broke the mold. She She said, we're fingering. We are fingering. (laughs) Put the book down. We're fingering. Yeah. So it's just, I don't know. It's kind of fascinating to me because... It does create a little more confusion, I would say. Yeah. It creates the need for more communication. True. But, I mean, straight people don't communicate, so... Yeah, they need those rules and barriers up just so that they don't have to talk about that exactly. stuff. yeah. But, I don't know. I don't know. How how would you feel... Okay, here's, here's a good question for you, for people that are out there that are dating. Yeah. How quickly would you say you know whether or not you want to fuck someone or if you wanted to be platonic pretty quickly i would say like definitely like uh, at least date one i would say you know but sometimes you feel the vibe and then if you're not getting a vibe back i'm pretty good at like downgrading my vibe right like i can turn the vibe meter down like if I'm really into somebody, as we know, because I have been friends with some of my ex, some of my exes. Yeah. If I'm into somebody and I'm like, oh, I want to fuck this person, but I'm getting like they don't want to. You fuck can turn me, that off. I can dial it down. Whereas we have friends that can't. We can't. I no, can't. You can't. I truly can't. No. Like I don't think I I don't have the vibe dial ability. No, your your vibe is solid. Yeah. There's a lock on front on the front of it. Which is why, like I told the story of when I met my current girlfriend. She said, you know, I'm I'm in between, like, I just got out of a relationship. I, I can't date anyone right now, but I'd love to, like, be friends in the meantime yeah. while I, like, process this if you'd like. And I said, no, talk to me when you want to fuck. I don't want to be there while you process that. No, thanks. I'm not looking for a friend. I'm no. not looking for a pal. No. So I think that's a note for everyone listening. You're allowed, you're allowed to put your foot down because I do think that's the other, it's a weird thing about queer people. They think that they have to transition to the friends. You right. don't have to be friends with everybody. No. You know? You don't. Like some people when they're dating, they it's almost like out of kindness. They're like, they're like, I'm not feeling it, but you know, we can be friends. Let's hang out. Let's well, keep chatting with each with other. Me and my last ex. Mm. I was like, we can be friends. 
But then he kept asking me why I wanted to be friends. And I was like, see, my friends wouldn't ask this. <laughs> see, but I think that's a fair question on his part. I don't think Because I'd be asking that too. I'd be like, why are we going to be friends here? But you're different. We've talked about this. You like to be friends with people you've dated. And, and also if I didn't want to be friends, I mm. wouldn't have said that. I'm not, I'm not tossing out let's be friends as a nicety. You're a truth giver. I was like, I think we could be friends. See, I lie a I lot. I also don't like... I tell my, people I want to hang out when I don't. If my friends... If a good friend of mine was asking me why I wanted to be friends with them, I would be like, you're being annoying right now. True. Because you, because the constant need of validation. Exactly. So it was that multiple times that I was like, see, my friends... Don't do this. be doing this. They're annoying in different ways. Exactly. Like they have no money. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that note, you know, I think we really got to the bottom of platonic or wanting to fuck. Yeah. We really cleared there. We did. Yeah. yeah. I got a tattoo yesterday. Oh my God. It's so cute. My arm doesn't really Oh my God. Way. I fucking love it. Thanks. I swear every time I show up, you have a new fucking tattoo. Patreon That's exclusive. not true. Patreon exclusive. Put it into the camera so people can see. Patreon exclusive. That's if you so want to become a patron it's not even picking and up see... Christ, are you? Yeah, get the fucking influence. How do we? T- there, there we oh go. yeah, there it is. It. Beautiful. Also, um, my nails. Are, can you come back? Oh, thanks. Oh my god, the patrons just got some amazing content. There. Um, if you want to become a patron, click the link in our bio. I can explain podcast. A liar. That's not true. I haven't had a tattoo in like five months because it was a summer, and I'm a very, I'm a good listener, and you're not supposed to get tattoos in the summer. Okay. Anyways, um, just people need to know that you lie. Well, I already said I lie. I know I'm a liar. <laughs> okay, we've established that. That's true. Yeah. When you said that, I was just waiting for you to tell me what I had recently lied about. Right. You were going through <laughs> the lies. I was lies going through the Rolodex. <laughs> I'm like, which one? Whenever <laughs> uh, <laughs> you're listening, make sure to follow, subscribe, rate us five stars. Uh, if you're interested in a screening at Aging Out the Movie on Instagram, you can follow us on TikTok and Instagram at I Can Explain Podcast, and personally at Sean.Lusk and at Brianne Williamson. If you become a patron, you get to see what Tuke I'm wearing. You get to see Sean's good hair day. You get to see his tattoo. There's uh, so many exclusives so many for exclusives. you. Links in our bio. There's merch as well. Until next time, we will see, see you around, around the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs>